Section 20 of the Central Period of the Middle Age, 918 to 1273, by Beatrice A. Lees. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Chapter 13 France under Philip Augustus, Louis VIII, and Saint Louis, 1180 to 1270, Part 1 france won the first place among the nations of medieval europe in the ninety years between eleven eighty and twelve seventy the period of the reigns of philip the second the wise his son louis the eighth and his grandson louis the ninth the saint philip the second called augustus by his contemporaries who saw in his fame a revival of the glories of imperial rome really began to reign from the day of his coronation in 1179, though it was not till September 1180 that the death of his father, Louis VII, made him sole king in name as well as in fact. From the first he dreamt dreams of empire and set one goal before himself, the extension and consolidation of the French monarchy. In carrying out his ambitions, he was confronted by three great feudal powers, the allied houses of Blois and Champagne, the Count of Flanders, and the King of England, Henry II, with his vast dominions on both sides of the Channel. During the lifetime of Louis VII, the Counts of Champagne and of Blois, who were the brothers of Queen Adela, had aimed at governing the kingdom in their own interests, and at using the young King Philip as their tool. In self-defense, Philip had allied himself with the Count of Flanders, whose niece, the heiress of the province of Artois, he married in June 1180. But after the old king's death, a treaty was concluded between France and England, which gave offense to the French nobles. A coalition was formed against Philip II, led by the counts of flanders champagne and blois and the duke of burgundy and for nearly five years from eleven eighty one to eleven eighty six france was torn by civil war no sooner had the king subdued the last of his rebellious vassals than fresh complications arose from his former friend and supporter henry the second of england the extent and importance of the English possessions in France made permanent peace between the two kingdoms impossible, and there was no lack of pretexts for a quarrel. When the eldest son of Henry II, the young King Henry, died in 1183, the Norman Vexant, the dowry of his wife, Margaret of France, was retained by the King of England. The contract of marriage between Philip's half-sister Alice and Richard, Count of Poitou, the second son of Henry II, had not been fulfilled, while the third son, Geoffrey, Count of Brittany, was discontented and ready to conspire against his father with the King of France. So close was the bond between the two young men that after Geoffrey's sudden death in 1186, Philip was with difficulty restrained from throwing himself into his friend's grave yet he soon transferred his affection to Richard of Poitou, and intrigued with him against Henry II, until the news of the fall of Jerusalem and the preaching of the crusade silenced all private dissensions and fired princes and people alike with enthusiasm for the holy war. 
richard of poitou took the cross and the kings of france and england followed his example the feud between philip and henry the second however was not so easily ended though the year eleven eighty eight opened with busy preparations for the crusade by the summer the truce had been broken the expedition to the holy land had been postponed and hostilities against the english had been resumed richard of poitou jealous of the favour shown by henry the second to his youngest son john lackland now openly allied himself with the french king and at last in july eleven eighty nine henry the second betrayed by his children and deserted by his vassals was forced to submit to meet richard and philip at colombiers between azay and tours and to agree to the treaty of azay by which he consented to do homage to the king of france for his continental fiefs and to recognize richard as heir to the english crown broken down by the shame of defeat and the shock of finding that even his favourite son john had been unfaithful to him he died at chinon on july sixth eleven eighty nine and was laid to rest in the abbey church of fontevrault where his tomb may still be seen the death of henry the second made richard of poitou king of england his first care after his coronation was to prepare for the long-delayed crusade he and philip of france entered into a covenant of mutual friendship and loyalty renewed their crusading vows arranged for the government of their dominions in their absence and in the late summer of eleven ninety set sail for the holy land richard from marseilles and philip from genoa the history of the third crusade need not here be repeated after a winter spent in sicily in feudal disputes the two kings reached syria in time to take part in the siege of acre the city capitulated on july twelfth eleven ninety one and some three weeks later philip the second abandoned the expedition on the plea of ill health and returned to france before he left the holy land he swore to do no harm to the lands and subjects of the english king in europe how faithfully he kept his oath wrote a contemporary the whole world knows a practical statesman and a man of business philip had indeed little sympathy with the chivalrous ideals and generous impulses of richard of england regardless of his oath on his arrival in france he began at once to plot with john who was trying to secure the english crown in the absence of his brother fortune seemed to favour their schemes for richard was taken prisoner by the duke of austria on his homeward journey and was handed over by him to the emperor henry the sixth philip and john tried to bribe the emperor to prolong richard's captivity and when in eleven ninety four he was set at liberty after doing homage to henry the sixth for the kingdom of england philip is said to have written to john take heed to yourself for the devil is loose the war with france which began on richard's return lasted with brief periods of truce till eleven ninety nine in the course of it richard built his famous fortress on the seine chateau gaillard the saucy castle which covered the approaches to rouen from france several of the great french feudatories sided with the english philip was defeated in flanders and in normandy and richard's cause was further strengthened when his nephew otto the fourth became the papal candidate for the imperial throne at length 
in 1199, a five years' truce was concluded by the intervention of the legate of Pope Innocent III. Shortly afterwards, Richard was mortally wounded whilst besieging one of his rebellious vassals in the castle of Chaloux in the Limousin. Minstrels and troubadours lamented the flower of chivalry, the gallant soldier and open handed leader, himself a poet and the patron of poets but the king of france must have breathed more freely when richard coeur de lion was no longer his rival the disputes concerning the succession to the english throne which arose on the death of richard gave philip the second an opportunity of which he was not slow to take advantage though john was crowned duke of normandy and king of england the claims of his nephew arthur of Brittany found many supporters and john's own folly and wickedness went far to ruin his cause he alienated the english nobles by divorcing his wife hawissa of gloucester and the french nobles by carrying off the affianced bride of the son of the count of la marche he refused to appear when summoned before the french king's court and thus afforded philip an excuse for declaring his fiefs forfeited and invading normandy finally the mysterious disappearance of arthur of Brittany, who had been taken prisoner by the english gave rise to the rumour of his murder and turned all hearts against the unnatural uncle who was said to have killed the young prince with his own hands philip the second marched into normandy and took chateau gaillard in twelve o four after an eight months siege the surrender of rouen and the conquest of the whole duchy followed john's great empire slipped away from him while with strange recklessness he spent his days in hunting and feasting and playing chess anjou touraine and men were easily won by philip and in the autumn of twelve o four he crossed the loire john was roused to make an effort to save his southern provinces but his french subjects were disloyal the english nobles were sullen and unwilling to fight and the greater part of poitou was soon in the hands of the king of france well might the troubadours reproach the shameless king john who left poitiers and tours to philip and allowed himself to be driven out of his fair inheritance in twelve o six Brittany owned the french overlordship and by twelve o eight philip's conquests were secured by a treaty of peace in the struggle with john lackland philip the second had shown energy promptitude and tact on the wider field of european politics he proved his ability and power in his dealings with that subtle master of statecraft pope innocent the third as early as eleven ninety three philip had incurred the censure of the papacy by divorcing ingeborg sister of the king of denmark and marrying agnes of meran the beautiful daughter of a german noble ingeborg appealed to rome and when innocent the third became pope in eleven ninety eight he at once intervened on her behalf and forced the king to a seeming reconciliation by laying france under an interdict yet it was not until twelve thirteen that ingeborg was restored to her full honours as queen and after the death of agnes of meran the pope consented to legitimate her children innocent the third was doubtless fully alive to the importance of keeping on good terms with the king of france and winning him as an ally in his strife with the house of hohenstaufen philip the second was throughout a consistent ghibelline he supported philip of schwabia 
and after his assassination put forward a candidate of his own henry of brabant in opposition to otto of brunswick then when otto quarrelled with the pope philip the second and innocent the third united in pushing the claims of the young king of sicily frederick of hohenstaufen a further reason for the alliance between france and the papacy was the breach between the king of england and innocent the third which resulted from john's refusal to accept stephen langton the papal nominee as archbishop of canterbury the great political forces of europe now grouped themselves in new combinations on the one side were the pope the french king and frederick of sicily with the discontented english barons on the other king john his nephew the excommunicated emperor otto the fourth the untrustworthy count of boulogne and ferrand count of flanders who had grievances against his overlord philip the second and derived important commercial advantages from his relations with the english in twelve twelve england was laid under an interdict in twelve thirteen john was excommunicated by the pope his deposition was decreed and the execution of the sentence was entrusted to the king of france the expedition was looked on as a holy war like a second william the conqueror philip the second gathered his troops and ships and prepared to march under the papal banner against a rebellious son of the church it does credit to john's worldly wisdom that at this crisis of his fortunes he saved himself by completely submitting to the pope resigning his crown into the hands of the papal legate and receiving it back on condition of holding his kingdom as a fief of the holy see innocent the third did not hesitate to throw philip over when he no longer needed him though the french king had great wrath in his heart against the pope who had closed the road to england to him the army which had been intended for the english campaign was now turned against the count of flanders but his allies otto the fourth the count of boulogne and the english king came to his help with many of the feudal lords of holland and lorraine while john invaded poitou in the hope of recovering some of his lost territory caught between two armies the position of the king of france was very serious his son louis however defeated the english in the south and on july twenty seventh twelve fourteen philip himself dealt a crushing blow at the allied forces in the famous battle of bouvines near tournay the counts of flanders and boulogne were taken prisoner and otto the fourth fled from the field great was the enthusiasm among the subjects of philip the second when the results of the battle were known the victory of bouvines meant indeed not only the ruin of the cause of otto the fourth in germany and the final overthrow of the angevin dynasty on the continent but the firm establishment of the capetian monarchy and the recognition of france as a united and powerful nation a leader among european states End of section 20